Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, loyal host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Um, I'd like to remind all of you and actually thank all of you for making us the number one listen to real estate radio show out there. We are uh, having a very consistent listenership of around 100,000 um, a day, and then a day we're seeing the numbers increase, and we're, gonna, we're you know we're huge numbers, and that's because of you guys. You like what we're saying, evidently. Um, and we are hopefully accomplishing the three goals that we set for ourselves on every one of these radio shows, which is to educate you, to motivate you, and to get you guys into action. And the actions that you're taking more and more are sharing replays of the show with other agents, with your friends, your and your other folks in your office. And we're seeing that. And I, honestly, guys, I really sincerely thank you. So when you hear us say something that educates you, motivates you, and gets you into action, please, um, you know, repay the favor by sharing the radio show, letting other people know about it, so we can fulfill our mission, uh, which is improving this industry and, and helping all of you guys to realize this is, I think, there's not even an argument about it now, that this is the best real estate market and will be probably for the next five to ten years, maybe not ten, but say seven, of our entire lives. <laughs> I don't care if you're in your 20s or if you're in your 40s like Julie and I, or if you're 60s or your 70s. Right now, we are absolutely positively in the best market that we'll ever experience in, you know, the next forever. Why? Demographics, uh, you know, social, uh, what's happening socially with different people as far as, like, the nature of housing, how it's changing. There's all these, you know, significant changes that are happening societally that all impact housing in a positive way. There's no real headwinds right now for housing. There aren't. People are going to be buying their first homes, buying their second homes, downsizing, buying investment properties. It's incredible. So please, absolutely positively, embrace that. If you're struggling, and I mean this with all sincerity, in any way in your real estate business, it is imperative that you ask for help so you can make the most of this um, incredible market that we're in. You have to ask for help. Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, you know, I say this a lot, maybe too much, but I sincerely believe it. This industry, what you do is about helping people. Um, it's about helping people buy or sell a home. It's about helping people buy an investment property. It's the essence of what we do is helping people. It's being of service. Um, and a lot of times when you're struggling, just a little mindset thing for you guys before we get to today's topic, when you feel yourself struggling, when you're having an extra hard day, when it just seems like, you know, the, the, the negative momentum is getting the best of you. Obviously, request a free coaching call, but chances are you've allowed those things to adversely affect your mindset because you have disconnected with the fact that you are here to serve. I am here to serve you guys. You guys are here to serve your clients. That's how the world goes around. So if your mindset is, I am here to help other people, that means you are going to be like a sponge when it comes to information that's going to put you in a position to help more people at a higher level. That means you're going to be a sponge when it comes to 
um, being motivated. You're not going to be one of these agents that basically, oh, I'm sort of motivated, you know, for a month and then I'm not. You're going to be motivated every day. You're going to be constantly looking for ways to get better, and then obviously you're going to take action when you have the mindset of service. So if you're not embracing that, if you're not making the most of this market, request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So, Julie, the topic that we started, um, this is part two, of 12 ways to boost your confidence in real estate, and I believe we're on point number seven. Anything you'd like to say to all of our tens of thousands of loyal listeners before we jump to point seven? (laughs) Yes. Well, actually, I'm hearing something interesting from our coaching staff. You know, we do our shout-outs to recognize students who are doing particularly well and rising to the challenge and meeting or exceeding their goals. I'm hearing more and more from the coaches that their students, all of our loyal listeners and, you know, our coaching clients, they're using the radio show to motivate themselves, and they don't want us to shout-out until they reach a very specific goal. So a lot of the coaches have told me this because I'm always asking them, share your stories, and they say, well, you know, so-and-so wants to remain anonymous until they absolutely hit it out of the park, and then I'll give you the full story. So I really love that. I think it's great that you're, you guys are using the radio show to keep yourselves motivated. And remember, that shout-out goes out to literally all over the world, and a lot of our students who have gotten that, we always say, hey, you know what, so-and-so in Atlanta is doing a great job. Send all of your referrals to Atlanta. So we like to give back to you, not just through the recognition, but to connect the dots through all of our great loyal listeners. So that's something I'm hearing from the coaches that's pretty exciting. Yes, absolutely. You know, Julie, it is fun to hear all the great feedback. You and I were talking, um, what, yeah, basically we talk every day about all of our coaching clients. And mm-hmm. we, we love, you know, Julie's main job is to coach the coaches. You know, so she's talking with the coaches every day. And uh, we are hearing so many of you that are having like your best years ever. And I, Julie told me something kind of interesting I didn't realize. So Lance and Karen Kenmore, uh, Kennewick, Washington, right, Julie? That's right. Who have been Washington coaching State. clients for, who have been coaching clients for years. We coached them when they were selling like 25, 35 houses and their big goal was to get to a hundred. And then they got to a hundred. And Julie, what did you tell me that they're going to sell this year? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, on track to hit their very specific goal of of 318, 318 slides. Now, why such (laughs) a weird number, right? Why not 300? Because they figured out, using the treasure map, goals in five areas of life, that it's going to take them, based on their average net to them, 318 deals to accomplish what they need to do for themselves, their family, and their team. So that's why, you know, sometimes these numbers sound kind of odd, but it's because it's based on reality. And, you know, those of you who work on the treasure map, you know exactly what we're talking about. It's not pulling a number out of thin air saying, hey, you know what, Bob next in the cubicle next to me in my office, he did 50, and I know I'm better than him, so I'm going to do, you know, 60. It's not goals like that. It's goals based on your personal, very specific goals that you've actually worked on and worked out, figured out the numbers, and, you know, they can tell you exactly how many listings they need at all times in order to get there. And they're great goal setters and achievers because I guarantee you they, they will hit it within a deal, maybe a deal and a half, if not exactly 318. It's pretty amazing to watch. Well, there's a lot of you out there, uh, coaching clients that have been with us for years, that are having your best years ever. That have, and usually, guys, the way it usually works in real estate is there's like a learning year followed by an earning year. That's true in other businesses too. Julie and I consult people that are not in the real estate industry. We have coaching clients that are in completely and totally unrelated industries. And it always works out like that. One year is basically designed around building. You're building systems. You're figuring. You're increasing your skill set. You're increasing your presentations. You're essentially 
focusing on the learning aspect. And it's always followed by – it doesn't work exactly out to, you know, like a 12-month calendar, but it's always followed by an earning year. So some of you guys are coming off a big earning year. Okay, you guys listening to me? So some of you have been really, really focused on earning, 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 but you've gotten complacent on your learning, learning, learning. And when that happens is you're going to set yourself up for a slowdown because you've become complacent with your skill set. Your competition has slowly crept up on you. I strongly encourage you, especially if you're like Lance and Karen, and you're coming off of a record-breaking year, that you do not allow yourself to become complacent on improving your systems, improving your skill set, improving your, you know, everything. You have to constantly be evolving, constantly be improving, or it doesn't take very long, and you've all probably experienced this. When you rest on your laurels, it doesn't take long for you to lose what you have, lose the market share, lose the listing. You know, at first, when you lose the listing, it's like, well, you know what, that seller must have had some kind of personal relationship with the other agent. But when it happens the second and third time, you know, some of you basically then start to go in panic mode. But at that point, you've already lost. So don't allow that to happen to you. So top producers, you got to really buckle down. you got to really decide and be introspective. Ask your coach, what is it that I'm doing right? What are the three areas that I can really be improving on? Don't just say, oh, oh, congratulations, I'm doing fantastic, I'm the top of my game. Don't ever think that. You know, it's always too soon to tell, right? So it's too soon to tell. You can go, Lance and Karen, from 300 per year. They could go to 600 a year, 1,000 per year. Why not? It's just basically wash, rinse, repeat. That's what, it, in essence, a business is. It's replicating what it does well, but at the same time, always looking for ways that it can improve. So, guys, you know, have that mindset. That's how business people think. That's how successful entrepreneurs think. And then always follow in the footsteps of others. You know, a smart man learns from his mistakes. A brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. There's lots of examples of people who have made mistakes out there. You know, don't copy them. You know, <laughs> follow the Lance and Karens. Follow the, all the other top producers that we've been so blessed for so many years to be associated with. So, Miss Julie, 12 yeah. ways to stop. I'm sorry, what is this? 12 ways to boost your confidence. <laughs> you realize your title says 12 ways to stop, boost your confidence? It does? What did I In do? In my notes. That's what it, it says. Must, it must have auto-corrected to something strange. Okay, so yeah, that well, 12 ways to boost Mr. your confidence. Mr. Producer. That's right. And you're on produce, produce. You're on point number seven, correct? Yes. It's obviously perhaps a Monday. We have the Mondays. Okay, so point number seven, and we're boosting you can have your the confidence Mondays any, here. I know, you can I have the Mondays any day a week, you know sneak up on you. All right, so yeah. we're boosting your confidence. This is actually a special request for many of you who struggle with this, and this is not just for new agents, by the way. This is for everyone because real estate is not the easiest thing in the world to be confident at. They're always changing the rules on you. Every deal seems like it's different. So point number seven, commit to being the leader in your transactions, even if you have to ask a lot of questions and get a lot of help in order to do that insecurities will be highlighted if you allow other agents to push you around and control your deals. Don't make the mistake of thinking that that agent has so much more experience than you that they'll just handle the deal for you. Statistically, it's unlikely that that's true. So commit to being the leader in your transactions. Even before you feel like you have the confidence or competence to do that by asking for help. So point number eight, remember, and I love this because it's something they can memorize, post on your wall, and live by. Point number eight in building your confidence, remember the seven Ps. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. This means preview like crazy before your listing appointments, for example. Review your comps. 
have your scripts ready, show up early, have your outfit laid out the, you know, the night before a big appointment, actually prepare because proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. By the way, that's adopted from a military saying, which is slightly uh, different than that with a couple of words that make it even more extreme. No, no, I'm, I'm, curi- I'm curious, Julie. What is the military saying? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> you, you... <laughs> uh-huh. Proper no, previous no, planning don't... prevents, yeah. Uh, Very don't say it. Keep, we'll say. Continue. Yeah. Yes. Well, the point being is, you know, if you know you've got a relocating buyer coming into town and you know that they probably have one weekend to buy in, don't wing it and risk showing them the right thing that should be the house for them to buy, sending them off into the sunset in frustration. Actually, properly, previously plan. That way you have more chance for success. And I, I'm going to use buyers for a second on this, Tim, because a lot of people will say, you know, you want to show junk, 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 nice, so that clearly the nice house is what you close them on. When in fact, wouldn't it be better if you showed nice, nice, nice four houses that actually meet their qualifications? That way you've got a hundred percent chance of selling something today. Doesn't that make sense? It drives me crazy when people say that. Just yeah, on the buyer you're talking about things, when you're right? working with buyers, yeah. basically. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, what if what you thought was right, the one house that you're planning on closing them with, maybe they hate it. And the other stuff really was junk. So actually plan out what your strategy is in each segment of what you're dealing with. So point number nine, and this is a fun one. This is a great excuse for you to, point number nine, upgrade everything. The better you look, the better you'll sound. It's an absolute fact. And you can control this aspect of your presentation, so take advantage of that. When your clothes, your car, your shoes, your nails, your makeup, your belt, purse, etc., are in order, your mind is more likely to follow. So if you're roaming around with, you know, pieces of paper flying out, I always think of, you know, of course, thanks to Zoe, I always have all these uh, analogies from peanuts now. <laughs> okay, so Zoe's our daughter. Pen. For those of you who are listening who don't know who Zoe is, <laughs> yeah, yes, go so ahead. I think we all remember Pigpen, who was walking around with this cloud of dirt and dust, and just it seems to be following him around. You know, some of you guys are like that with real estate. I'll never forget a closing that I had. You know, of course, in the east half of the country, you have these roundtable closings. And the other agent showed up. She showed up late. Her hair was a mess. looked like she had just lived through a tornado. Her file was out of order. There were pages, you know, everywhere. And, you know, some of you guys think that's like a badge of honor. Oh, I'm so busy, busy, busy. I haven't eaten in three days. Well, what's the message that you're sending when you show up to appointments like that? So take the time to upgrade everything. If there are McDonald's bags in the back of your car and you're about to pick up a buyer, not really so great, is it? You want to make sure that everything is in order. So start from your head, work to your toes, ask yourself, do you look like someone that your clients or prospects want to sign up and actually hire as their real estate professional? So upgrade everything. Let's hover there, right? Mm -hmm. Guys, we're going to just do a little hovering on this point. It's a fun point. Well, yeah, because Julie likes to go shopping. Surprise, surprise, right? (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. But here's the thing. You know, I'll use Julie as an example. When we sold real estate, um, which has been, you know, a while now, but this is still relevant, she was involved in um, orchestras. As a lot of you guys know, she's a professional musician. She's done, uh, you know, professional recordings, played in professional concerts, uh, flute, and piccolo, Okay. But when she would go to practice, now musicians, guys, there. Some of you are musicians. Others of you who aren't musicians, you you know maybe don't know. Generally speaking, very very introverted types. 
generally speaking, the exact opposite of a salesman type, generally speaking. Not to say that introverts can't become great salespeople. They can. Um, but just as a rule, she's going to this orchestra practice. If you know, It's not a real uh, <laughs> oppor- the opportunity for her to basically overtly solicit for business is just not there. Unlike, say, for example, when we went to other places where the conversation was always about real estate. So what she would do is she would always show up at orchestra practice uh, every you know week dressed nice. Most of these other people, or some of them were coming from work, but maybe most of them had gone to work, you know, came home, changed, went to orchestra practice. But Julie would always show up really, really nice. Um, and she did that because after a while, not too long, they started noticing that she was dressed really nice. And everyone was dressed kind of like slacker. And they would ask, uh, what do you do? And they'd start conversations with her just based on her appearance. And she would always say, well, I'm just coming from a closing, or I'm just, you know, I was just meeting with a client, or, you know, just got done talking to, you know, so-and-so in this particular neighborhood about selling their house. That's how the conversation would get started. And it took probably about a year, but the, the two orchestras that she was involved in became one of our best referral sources. Now, that's an example of, had she just basically blended in too much, if she just tried to look like everybody looks, there wouldn't have been an opportunity for them to see her as a professional and be curious about what she did. Um, and also, when you upgrade everything, your confidence level goes up. So when she's showing up to this orchestra practice looking nice, she's obviously you know, there to do her practice. She has to you know, be part of the orchestra. But by improving her appearance for the sake of going to this thing, she played better. <laughs> she was more well, confident. She was more professional. Uh, it's funny. Well, I yeah, forgot it about that. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, well, I mean, it was confidence, and the real estate was kind of a byproduct of it, and the confidence in how it is true as a musician, and some of you guys that are uh, in sports or arts or things, you know, when you dress the part, you play the part a lot at a higher level. But, you know, what's funny about what you were just talking about, Tim, if I'm being honest, if I rewind to back then, really what I was doing was creating some reverse prospecting by getting people to talk to me about real estate, because back then, you know, I'm telling you, it's, it would be unusual for me to have said, oh, by the way, when do you plan on selling your house? That wasn't really an appropriate script to be using in that environment, that direct. So by dressing nicer than whoever you're around, you're going to actually invite questions about what you do for a living, which to me is reverse prospecting, and it works brilliantly. It's actually way more comfortable for probably 90% of you. Does that make sense? Some of you guys struggle with the car question, and that's interesting to me, to be honest with you. Well, it's easy for me to answer the car question because I am a car nerd, right? <laughs> you know. So here's the thing. I will tell you guys – I can tell you guys our own true stories till the cows come home. We prefer to talk about our coaching clients, but in this case, on this radio show, I'm going to tell you from our own personal experience. It's important that you guys understand, as a side note, that Julie and I had – um, a 10-year career of selling between 100 and 200 homes per year. We sold 100 homes our first year. Um, you know, we are National Association of Realtors did several articles on us. We've done just, I mean, basically we were fortunate and blessed to have a very successful career selling homes. We pivoted to becoming coaches quite honestly by mistake. We had people, because we were doing a fair amount of speaking, we'd written a book called Zero to Ten Million in One Year. This was back in the 90s, guys. The book's out of publish out of print. Now, the content from the book is now part of our coaching program, but in essence, you know, we had a lot of folks that were starting to come up and ask, well, will you coach us? And I remember the first time that happened, 
uh, where people were agents were starting to ask us, will you coach us? And we just started saying yes, because we always had the mindset that when an opportunity arises, generally speaking, <laughs> positive things are going to work out if you say yes. So that's how we started our coaching business. Did we know what we were doing back in 1998 <laughs> where we started coaching agents? No, we did not. <laughs> but hopefully over time and literally tens of thousands of coaching calls, we figured it out and we got better. And evidently we've gotten pretty good at it based on the feedback from our coaching clients. So I'm telling you guys all this because you've got to understand that when you're making a decision, who you're going to listen to for real estate advice, it is up to you to qualify that person. And I would, in, if I were in your position and I was seeking out career advice that could have a huge, everlasting impact on your life, the your life of your family, the first question I would ask is, have you sold real estate before? And if the answer is no, right there I would be done, right? And it doesn't that just seem like intuitive when I say that? If you haven't sold real estate before, um, I don't. you might have something interesting to say, but if you haven't sold real estate before, you are automatically not qualified to train me, to coach me at the same level as someone who has. Would you take swimming lessons for someone that couldn't swim? Of course not, right? So you have to become an informed consumer of your educational products, and it is up to you to decide who you're going to allow into your brain. Remember, we were just talking about complacency. We were talking about, you know, 10 minutes ago, we were talking about if you're having your best year ever, what can you be doing to always improve? The risk that you take is starting to listen to people that don't know what the heck they're talking about. They might sound like they know what they're talking about, but practically speaking, they've never done it. And you, as someone who wants to be more successful than you are now, and hopefully that's all of you, you have to start being rigid about who you're going to listen to and who you're not. Some of you guys, and I see this happening all the time, are starting to, um, I don't know what the word would be, but you're starting to basically tune into in-house coaches. In other words, coaches that are in part of your brokerage. Your broker offers coaching and training. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret here. The person that's offering the coaching and training in your office must follow through with the same level of requirements as anyone else would. Have they sold real estate before, yes or no? Have they consistently sold over 100 homes per year, yes or no? Have they sold 100 homes over, uh, per year for a long period of time versus just having one really good year, yes or no? There's a lot that goes into selling 100 houses your first year. There's a hell of a lot that goes into selling between 100 and 200 homes per year for almost 10 years. You have to be asking the tough questions of anybody that you accept information from. Otherwise, you're going to be uh, making the mistake that so many people do, not just realtors, but anybody, right? You know, if you wanted to lose weight and all of a sudden you start, you go out and buy a diet book, and as all of us have done this, right? You go out and you buy a diet book or you go out and start following it and it doesn't work. And you start blaming yourself. No, the advice in the first place was crap. So that's the reason it didn't work. So become an informed consumer of information. Become Ultra, you know, there's a Ronald Reagan quote that I love, trust but verify, right? So whenever you guys hear information, verify it. Don't just follow it blindly. Um, in this time of year, every time of year, but this time of year in particular, you know, a lot of you guys are thinking, okay, I'm going to make the next 12 months or I'm going to make the next six months or 90 days, the best 90 days, six months, 12 months of my of my career. I really want to focus in on accomplishing some goals. What do I do? And then you come across the guy in your office that's offering free training and you don't stop to say, hey, guy, how many houses have you sold? Hey, guy, have you ever sold any houses before? 
You just follow blindly. You can't do that. You absolutely yeah. are you positively free? Are, are you free is not a good pre-qualification question for a coach. <laughs> I'm just right. saying. I don't <laughs> even know how I got on that rant. You know how I got on that rant, Julie? Because <laughs> you and I talked, again, this, this is some weird. Julie and I go on like a three-mile walk every morning. And we were talking this morning how, like, some of you guys are not asking the tough questions. And we get a lot of you joining our coaching program on average, you know, 300, 280, 300 a month. That's, those are real numbers. And I would say 50% of the time you have had an experience with another coach that you've enjoyed, maybe you like the coach, but they didn't get you in the end zone. You didn't accomplish your goals. Um, and, you're looking, and you're wondering, well, is there, am I defective? Is there something wrong with me? No. Chances are you're great. Had someone, it's not just good enough to give you the information. To give you the, the information is ubiquitous. You have to have somebody that knows how to deliver the information in such a format, and in other words, coach you, to actually take action on the information. Remember our three imperatives that we set for ourselves. We want to educate you, we want to motivate you, and we want to get you into action. It's easy to educate people. That's the easy part. Just basically blah, blah, blah. But to motivate somebody and, oh, my God, to get them into action, trust me when I tell you that's a bitch. It just is. <laughs> so if you've been exposed yeah. to – well, it's true. If you've been mm-hmm. – you, all of you, all of us are constantly exposed to information that we could kind of classify as education, but you don't take action on it, you know, or it's not the right information for you to take action on. Guys, be smart, please. This is your career. This is your life. This is your family's future. This is your future. Be a very, very picky consumer of information. And then when you find something, could be us, could be somebody else, you know, that works for you, never let it go. When you find something that works, never let it go. Make it better, right? And you look at our longtime coaching clients. You look at the guys that are selling, you know, more houses than we sold per year that we're coaching, which is exciting. You know, when you look at someone selling four or five, six hundred houses per year, they've been coaching clients of ours for 10 years, 11 years, 12 years. They've been with us for a long time because it works when they work, because they're motivated and they're taking action on the information. So, Julie, what point are we on? We are on point number 10. So point number 10, building your confidence, is to trust yourself. Make real estate more similar to the other things you've been great at. How did you get great at those things? Well, practice, time, education, coaching, preparation, and experience. The great thing about real estate is you get to earn while you learn, right? I mean, not many things are like that. So many of you just need to trust your instincts at a higher level. Point number 11, end the day with gratitude for what you did well and get help for what still makes you insecure. Actually keep a journal about it. Keep track of your coaching questions for your next coaching call. Point number 12, accept the fact that there are no perfect real estate deals. Everyone else in the transaction is also nervous and insecure. That's normal. You know, real estate deals are big deals. Be the positive one who provides the leadership even when things look shaky. Your job is to be the rock in the transaction. So I find, Tim, as a longtime coach and coaching our coaches about this, that accepting the fact that there are not actually any perfect real estate deals in the world can really boost your confidence. It's not just you. It's the nature of real estate. It's the deal. Everyone else is nervous as well. 
So decide to be the leader. You know, I, our old broker said something funny to me that I will never forget. He said, I was frustrated one day, and he said, you know, your problem is you expect your deals to go perfectly. Expect everything to be off all the time and be grateful when something goes smoothly. That's real estate for you. And then he went storming off up the hallway like usual, right? Yeah. Old-fashioned coaching. But there are you no know. real estate deals. And, in, you know, the funny thing is as soon as you think you've got a perfect deal, somebody will manufacture a problem for you. And a lot of you guys are really familiar with that. So well, but some of you guys, that they manufacture, <laughs> but they manufacture their own problems, don't they? Well, oftentimes it's true. It's like yeah. we're insecure without the stress, so we've got to come up with something. Right. So, guys, listen, you've been smart enough to choose real estate. Honestly, in our opinions, this is you – know, and like I said, Julie and I coach other business professionals, entrepreneurs that are in totally unrelated industries. Um, if I look at what they have to do to basically get paid, you know, it is so much more work, so much more bureaucracy. You guys think the paperwork for real estate is a crazy. Look at, say, for example, we have some clients that are in the healthcare industry. Oh my gosh, that is incredibly <laughs> difficult compared to this industry. We look, you know, we have people that are in um, that just sell different things, sell planes, sell, you know, we coach the number one Mercedes-Benz salesman in the world. I mean, we've done all kinds of different clients because basically the sales skills, the system that we created for real estate, scales to other industries. It's basically the exact same thing, you know. Just obviously, you have to have your scripts changed. The moral of the story is, guys, is that this industry is an absolute blessing. And if you're not feeling like that, take own it, right? Say, if, if you're not right now, after listening to us for 30 minutes, and I know we got on a couple of rants, but that's such such is the way on the radio show. But if you're right. not feeling motivated, if you're not ready to take action, um, you've got to take ownership of those feelings. You have to say it's me. You know, it's not the other agents. It's not the market. It's not the economy. It's not whatever. It's me. I am where the improvement has to come from. I have to change because when you have that mindset of taking responsibility, the world shifts. It does. When you say, I'm going to you know, do everything in my, in my power to employ the points from this radio show and the first part of this radio show and all of our other radio shows, which you guys can listen to anytime, hundreds of them, Real Estate Coaching Radio, and they're also available for you on Inman News Features, right? So when you guys are really ready to take your businesses to the next level. If you're feeling any resistance whatsoever, start with saying and accepting that the change has to start within first. And when you have that mindset, you automatically become receptive to information that's going to put you in a position to move your business forward. If you are one of these people that looks for uh, excuses or you want to feel like a victim of anything, then even if the best information is put in front of you and delivered in the best way it possibly can be delivered, you won't receive it because you're having the mindset of being a victim or you're having the mindset of, I can't control the result. Let us help you guys. It is what we love to do. Hopefully you see that. It should be very clear. Request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And when you do, you will get co uh, copies of two of our books, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and The Real Estate Treasure Map. These books are available on Amazon, and if you want to go to Amazon and buy them and spend money to buy them, well, great. I appreciate that. But we'll give them to you for free, and all you've got to do is request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Guys, anytime we can do anything to help you embrace and make the most of this incredible real estate market, 
just give us a shot. I think you'll be happy with the results that you get. Julie, anything else you'd like to say to these guys as we round the bell? Yeah, take action, take action, take action. Don't just say, hey, that was a fun, co- a fun uh, radio show and go off into the sunset. Do something about this. Put a star next to the points that resonated with you. Put a check mark next to the ones that you're already in control of and make it your commitment over the next 30 days to take action on those specific items. That is the difference between moving forward and just being stagnant. So when in doubt, put one foot in front of the other. Amen. Um, anytime, anytime you guys need to get hold of Julie and I directly, email us, Tim at timandjulieharris.com. Julie at timandjulieharris.com. We love, matter of fact, today's radio show was uh, inspired by probably several show suggestions from you guys. Anybody you'd like us to interview, we've got a whole bunch of interviews set up. You know, it's, it, you know, it's interesting. People interview, email us asking to be interviewed because they have something that they want to sell to you guys. I would say of 20 emails we get like that, we might interview one of them. We like to interview people like you know our listeners, agents that are making a difference, people that are on, boots on the street that are trying to uh, improve their lot in life, but also in, by learning to help their coaching or their their own clients at a higher level. That's what we look for. Those of you who are actually doing it every day with the intention of basically being of service to other people. If you're somebody like that and you'd like to be on the radio show. Absolutely, positively email us. If you have a suggestion for somebody else, email us. If you're a, a broker that is, uh, you know, basically embracing some of the things we've been sharing with you on this radio show, as I know a lot of you use our radio show as a daily educational widget for your uh, agents, and you want to be on the radio show, email us directly. We are always looking to have more interaction directly with all of you. Anytime you we. If there's anything we can ever do for you, just reach out. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.